Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, everybody. Welcome to your Private Pass podcast. Uh, today, huge episode. Guys, it's big. It's a big episode. He's one of my greatest buddies in the world. We lived together. We did Made in Chelsea for years together. I've known him since I was about 17 years old. He has skin like a cherub and hair like a pot of honey. It's Ollie Proudlock on the podcast today. Um, Oz and I spoke about so many different things, about marriage, about babies, about... I mean, just so much. I literally had just got married and two days later, I then spoke to Ollie on the podcast. So it was just a perfect combination of everything coming together. You're really going to enjoy this episode. It's so great. Remember, it's in two parts. So you just click over to part two whenever you want. And if you haven't subscribed to us already, it just would be amazing if you could click that subscribe button. Okay, guys, let's get into it. Here's the episode with Ollie Proudlock. Dude, can we actually just talk about the fact that you are married? I feel great. Are you feeling phenomenal? I feel phenomenal. How was the day? It was insane. Because I haven't even spoken to you since the day. Dude, it was insane. It was just so magical in every way. And it was like, oh my God. Was it what you had expected or was it different? How, what were your emotions? Talk me through everything. Are, okay, how long were you engaged to M4 before you got married? Um, well, because of COVID, we were a long time. Like, you were a long time. Like two, three, was it two or three years? Okay, so you were a lot. So I was, I was, I got engaged to Soph December 2021. Mm-hmm. We're, we're April 2023. That's so, a fucking long time. Also, when Similar you, to us, yeah. Also, when you do a podcast about it and all the other things, all you talk Pressure. about is like wedding, 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 wedding. So for me, I was totally cool. Sophie went through a period of like being super anxious about everything. And... Like, I, I think for her, for me, I was just always excited. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't wait for this. Not anxious at all about the big day. Yeah, I was a little anxious. I, I know for you, you've always been quite scared of, you know, growing up and yeah. your responsibilities. You know, getting married is pretty big. It's up there. Yeah, but... But it's... it didn't scare you. God, I don't know. I, I think, I mean, if you're, you're a champ, if you, if there's not one part of you go, of course, is, is this going to be right? 
like, I think everyone goes through that moment where you go like, mm-hmm. shit, is this right? Like, I love Sophie. She's the best. She's better than me in every way. All these different things. But I still went, fuck, when I said this is not right. Yeah. Because it would suck. And, and we, and stupidly, the week before we, we thought it'd be funny to get a divorce lawyer on my other podcast. And turns out divorce is pretty hectic. Divorce is heavy. Yeah. Dude. Dude, if you get divorced, so say you and M get divorced, mm-hmm. okay, you split everything from when you first started living together. Not even when you first married, when you first started living together. When did you guys first start living together? Before lockdown. So everything from before lockdown, it's called cohabiting. 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 What is it? Cohabiting. <laughs> it's called cohabiting. Co- cohabitation. 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 So, it, so that's what happens. So you, so it, it, anyway, my whole point was that it was a little bit intense. Did you have any of those moments? Be honest. Um, no, I think with M, I knew 100% from day one that she was going to be the woman that I want to spend the rest from of my day life day one? With. Pretty much. Well, okay. Get out of here, day Mate, listen, one. Listen, from very early on. Okay, well, how, I like, like a year ex- in? I like to exaggerate and say day one. No, I feel like a few months in. Honestly. I like that sound. You're yeah, drinking so your yeah, juice there. Yeah, that's it's really nice for the listeners. So, so wait, when was the moment? Okay, the actual moment. Where did you, firstly, let's, let's take this way back, baby. So you, you saw her in a fashion show when you were with me. Yeah. I was having a panic attack in a hotel room. Jay was having a panic attack. I think you were calling your mum trying to get I home. actually was having a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> in a hotel room. I actually was. Like, like no one well, ever no. It was the, uh, this, this is before you really knew what a panic attack was, I feel. This was like early days of your anxiety, maybe. Yeah, I remember it well. We were in Glasgow. Yeah, we were. And we, I was having a great day. We'd been out the night before to a PA. We were, and we were sitting in a burger restaurant and suddenly I had a panic attack. <laughs> Wait, didn't you actually go home and I had to go do the last PA, I think it was in Aberdeen. No, it wasn't Aberdeen. It was in Perth. I was in Perth. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. And you couldn't do it. Because so I was having a panic attack. And everyone was like, just do it. And I was like, no one freaking realizes what's going on. So you were still in, were you still in Glasgow? Or you know, yeah, I stayed in home. Glasgow. I didn't go home. Okay. And then I came back to Glasgow. I went to the art gallery. Okay. And that's where I saw Em. She was this model walking down the catwalk. So you, you, you go to this art gallery. I was standing there at the front. Here we she go. She starts Here walking we go. down. She starts walking down. We catch eyes immediately. This is the girl that I want to spend the rest of my life. Shut it's such straight up. I'm no, telling you. It was Jamie, not. Jamie was having a panic attack <laughs> while I was falling in love. It was <laughs> one of those big sliding door moments. Had I not been to that art you remember sliding doors that Yeah, film? yeah. Gwyneth Patrick. I always think about that. Had I not gone to that art gallery that day, I may never would have met Em. Where would I be? So you went to this art gallery. I'd there. probably be in a hotel room having a panic attack with you <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> You thought, but you didn't, you just thought she was hot. That was it. Obviously, like the first was like a physical attraction for mm. sure. But you're, that's your shadow, no, that's why. No, that's what you, that's, <laughs> see, that's why you could never fall in love at first sight because you don't connect like that. You just see things, aesthetics, whereas I go deeper. So you saw her personality through that? Yeah. Get I, out of here. Dude, I could tell by her walk. I was like, <laughs> this is a cool chick. It was the walk. And the way the clothes were hanging, everything was good. And it was the, va- it was the energy that okay. was coming down that catwalk. So then, so then let, let's bring it forward. So then what happens yeah. next? So what happens next? I went backstage 
and I asked if I could meet her. Creepy? No. Creepy. Hey, listen. That is so... Excuse me. I would like to buddy. meet the girl who walked down hey, the catwalk. Buddy. Yeah. Talking creepy. I've seen you be real creepy. Next. <laughs> oh let's my not, God. Let's not go that. You've never seen listen. me be creepy. Really? Yeah. Come on. So can I... <laughs> Suggesting. You're, like, yeah. you're, you're creeping out my story when it was the most okay, romantic sorry, yeah, day of okay, my okay, life. Okay, 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 yeah. So I, then I went backstage. Yeah. I asked if I could meet her. We had a chat. Obviously at this, oh, that drinking is so nice. I like that. Just adding it in. Oh, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't actually obviously remember what we chatted about, but it was phenomenal. What was the first thing you said to her? Hey. You had a little like flutter in your- Yeah, because I was, <laughs> I was quite like, hey. hey. <laughs> Went slightly Australian. Hi. Hi. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> Um, well, I could tell by your walk, you were pretty, yeah. you were really great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then obviously I had to get back to my, I was like, look, my friend's having a panic attack back in the hotel. I would love to stay here, but I got to go save his ass. So then I got her phone number. No, I didn't actually even get her number then. We just chatted. That was it. Was she in a relationship? Was she single? I mean, I, that would be pretty full on to ask her straight away. I would ask that straight What, just be like, hi, are you in a relationship? Yeah, I'd be like, you single? No, no, dude. I literally just went back. We're just, you know, I just met her. So we just had a little oh, chat. Is that cooler to be like that? Maybe it is. I mean, it's a little creepy. Your, your way's creepy. That's no, not. Mine is not creepy. It's a little creepy. Are you joking? I would go out to someone if I thought they pretty. Well, it means you're like completely going in for the, you know. The suggest- kill? Yeah. You don't go straight in for the kill like that. Yeah, you do. No, 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 no. Well, you, you like ease it? You got to warm it in. Well, what else if she did have a boyfriend? Then you, well, you'd have to wait it out. Dude, at the end of the day, I went back there just to meet her. I didn't go in there thinking, right, I'm going to go get her. But you, but and no, hang on a sec, because you said this is the love of your life. You want to marry her, so yes. you've got to go straight in. But listen, it's, it's, oh, it's a long story. It's, a long, it's okay. a long one. Take me on the ride. Let's go. So then that was it. I went back to my buddy who was having a panic attack. Me, yeah. I think I took you home at that point. And then it was two weeks later, went to Edinburgh. Uh-huh. to do um, another one of our glorious PAs yeah, and was at the baggage reclaim looking up and there was a huge billboard for a jewellery company. Funny yeah. enough, the jewellery company was Lang's. Yeah, I know it. And Ems was modelling the jewellery. And I remember looking at it being like, oh my God, that's the chick that I met two weeks ago. So then when I saw Rory and Uzi, you remember those yeah, two? two friends from Scotland. Yeah. I said to these guys, I took a photo of it and I was like, this is the, the girl I met that's two creepier. weeks ago. That's now, now it's going to creep No, because I have to, because I was telling you, now it's going to creep Now it's going to creep I was telling Could them about Did you take a photo her. and send it to them? No. Okay. I, they picked me up and I, I said, guys, the girl I was talking about two weeks ago, because yeah. I didn't have a picture. I couldn't, yeah, I was trying oh, to explain. No real social media back then. So then I, I showed them and they were like, that's this chick, Emma Lou. And then I found her on Facebook. That's how we first connected. There we go. So, yeah. the, so you connect on Facebook. Yeah. And what, you send a message? Um, so she actually messaged me first. Yeah. All this time she's always said that I creeped and I messaged her first, but she messaged me first. What? Yeah. 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 So I obviously asked, you know, I did the, the friend request. So I went first, she accepted. And then she messaged this is me. Old school, baby. She, old school. Then she messaged me saying, is this the real earring? That was the first thing she said. Is this the real earring? Yeah. Cause you know how I always used to have a cross earring. The cross earring. Yeah. 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 And then we chatted for, honestly, I think about a year. Not seeing each other. Because she was living in Glasgow. I was in London. We didn't obviously see each other at all. And then it wasn't until she moved down to London that we first met. And then the first time we properly hung out 
was in Glasgow at the Commonwealth Games. And I said, I hear you're here. Why don't we hang out? She was like, yeah, I'm super busy, but I live in London now, so we can probably hang out when we get down. So I said, why don't we get the train from Glasgow to London? And Together. That's, that's when we properly hung out. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So okay, a, so you get, I love all this. You get on the train. Yeah. And sit opposite each other or next to each other? No, next to each other. Whoa, that's full on. Uh, you're joking. That's full on. Like you sit next to each other. Yeah, but dude, bear in mind, we've been chatting. How for do you like, sit? You have to sit We've awkwardly. probably been chatting for like... A year or two. I don't even a year by this point. On the phone or not on the phone? On the phone. I had we had each other's numbers by this point. So calling each texting, other? Calling. Uh maybe mainly texting. Yeah. Okay. So you sit on the train and you go down and the whole you drink on the train? Yeah, I think maybe a little bit of rouge. Wow. A little bit of rouge. Come on, feed it to me. This is great. It's a long time ago, yeah. So wait. Do you I, kiss on the train or no? No, no, no. So the first time we kiss so at the end of the train journey, I said to her, We need to now go on a date. Yeah. So I took her for our first date to Bob Bob Ricard. Mm-hmm. You know it? I remember this, the one with the little button that you can exactly. call for champagne. And then the first time I kissed her was outside Bob Bob. Yeah. What was it like? It was glorious. What was it? Yeah. And you knew from that moment on, you're like, this is the person. Nobody. I knew from day one. No, get out of here. When I saw her walking down, I knew. I knew. I, I, I remember with Sophie, my Sophie, I remember... I, we, we started to Is see... Is that what you call her now? My Sophie. I like that. My Sophie. Yeah, my, my Sophie. My Sophie. My Not Sophie. just Sophie. Well, my brother's wife is called Sophie. Oh, so, so when I talk about Sophie, I have to... In the family, I could go, well, my Sophie. Okay, Not, yeah. So, Sophie 1 or Sophie 2. Sophie, Sophie 2, but I call her my Sophie. And so I remember when we first started seeing each other, it was like... Well, it was controversial, wasn't it? A little bit. It was controversial. Yeah. yeah. But that's always a good way to kick things off. You like that way, don't yeah. you? Yeah. A bit of excitement. <laughs> Oh, this is controversial. It's like the old days. <laughs> anyway, um, see, and then I remember we first started dating and my mum said to me, um, who are you dating at the moment? I said, oh, this girl called Sophie. And we were just seeing each other, like literally just like not even, mm. no one knew. My, I, I only told my mum and she- Where did you go on your first date? Well, we didn't really. We were, were such not, good friends before. Were you sneaking around? The first date we went on is Yashin, that sushi restaurant in next to Blake's Hotel. We went there, oh, yeah, and yeah. we but we had just got back from South Africa, and we were we were like flirting in South Africa and all these different things. But we were just it was. Do you know what it was? We were such good mates, mm. like such good friends, and we were doing MIC and all this kind of stuff. And then she she walked out in a bikini, and I was like, oh my god, she's a chick. I was like, oh my god, she's so you're like going so for, like going for the hot. looks again. Just no, because I love the personality <laughs> already. And then I was like, Jesus, she's like so hot. So had you never seen her in that light before? Had you always just seen her as a mate or like? I'd always seen her as a mate. So never had any feelings in there. Well, I always say this. I remember when we were first started becoming friends in Croatia together and I felt like really awkward around her. And I was like, why do I feel so awkward around her? I couldn't really. That's a good sign. I felt so awkward. But you didn't have that with Emma. I, I remember Not, so awkward. I, I didn't know how to sit. I didn't know how to sit. I remember one time we were walking to the fruit stand to like take photos. And I asked her what, her, I asked her if she liked dolphins because I didn't know what to say. I was like, so do you like dolphins? She was like, what the fuck is this what? chat? That is niche. Yeah, yeah. But it was like a so switch wait, in my head. But did you feel like butterflies like or nervous? No, you just did. You felt like you couldn't be yourself or what was I it? I felt like, I, this is crazy. I felt like I always wanted to hang out with her mm-hmm. and I felt awkward around her. Hmm. And I was like, but she's my mate. I was like, this is weird. And then South Africa twisted in my head when she walked down the bikini. I was like, oh my God. And then when we kissed, it was insane. And then- Where did you first kiss? On a virgin flight. 
Oh, dude, strong. Yeah, killed it. Yeah. Uh, in in a premium economy. A oh, nice. Yeah. So obviously sitting next to each other. You sing next to each other. And just kissed her on the fly. Yeah, next to someone else who's sitting next to us who was some random person. A little beverage or no oh, beverage? Dude, so many drinks that I passed okay. out. I don't remember the I don't remember the rest of the flight. So she wait, how, out. how did you sort of like navigate the lunch? Did you just you go straight in? Yeah. Nice. Dude, I, I'd freaking kill it. Wait, was that, <laughs> was that coming back from South Africa? Yeah, it's coming back from South Africa. Okay, so wait, you just been filming MIC and you and guys then, kissed on the way back. On the way back, we kissed on the so way back. So you didn't kiss in South Africa? We didn't kiss in South Africa. Wow, what what made you kiss her then? But you had all that time in South Africa. I don't know, because it, it, it just led up. It was the altitude. It, no, it just led up to this moment. It was like... The whole week we had been like, everything was just insane. It was like, it was like, dude, it was a freaking electric. Was it electric? Dude, it was electric. Yeah. I can't even describe to you. It was electric. So try and try and describe it. Oh my God. Um, it, it, it was like, it was like I was 13 years old again and yeah. kissing, kissing the girl that I had fancied for so long. Isn't that the best feeling ever? The greatest. Oh my God. Nothing beats that. Nothing beats that. And I remember then from every day on, we, she was like umming and ahhing about us and- I remember, wait, every time we would... Wait, she, she was arming ahhing uh, like She was just like, do I want to date this guy? Like, like, she just Why didn't. do you think that was? Because oh, I was tall. <laughs> and, and clothes just hung off yeah, me. They hung too much. Hung there was so too much, much hang. But wait, quickly, on that kiss on the flight, did you do it at the beginning of the flight? or the, sort of? We were up in the air. We, we, we were oh, probably a good up? couple hours in. Nice. Of a 12-hour flight or whatever it is. And then how the, was the rest of the flight? Passed out. So oh, drunk. you just passed out. I passed out. Sick. I drank a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. That's probably why she was umming and ahhing. And then like, she's she umming and ahhing. But every single time I used to wake up in the morning with her, and I'd roll home, she'd still be there. I'd be like, oh my God, thank God she's here. And it was like so much like excitement that she was there. And then dude, from, and then... And then take off. To this day right now. I, and I actually can't believe that you're married, dude. I know, man. Both of us. And you've got a kid. Isn't it? But we're going to get into... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All this. So hang on, but I want to know this though. Yeah. Did did M feel sketchy because you were doing MIC? Um, I to be honest, I've never really asked her, but yeah, probably, probably. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, but I I think at the point when we started seeing each other, I was kind of on my way out of MIC anyway. You think so? 
Well, I can't remember the exact time, well, but was I not? This is an interview podcast. You freaking well, you, remember you this shit. You tell me too, man. We were living together. Do you actually where, remember? Where were we living? Where so, were we living? So when Emma and I first started seeing each other, we were living on the King's Road above a over eight. Wait, was it then? It was then. Do you not remember? Because you came into the room in the morning. Yeah, I do remember that. Do you remember that? Yeah. And 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 then, yeah, that, you know, we went to the pub that night and obviously I was telling telling you how much like, you know... How much I, I loved her. Not loved her, but you know what I mean. God, dude, it was. Do you, do you, what are your thoughts when you look back on MIC now? Um, it's so weird because it feels so long ago. I mean, yeah. it is long ago, right? Yes. Yeah. I think I left probably five, six years ago. You obviously. Was it only five or six years ago? No, man. Really? Yeah, I left probably because how long has it been going? 12 years? Okay, I'm, I, I did about five years on and off. Five years on or so, so you would have left seven years ago. Seven years ago, yeah. Wow, yeah. But actually, when I look back on it now, because it does, you know, it feels like so long ago. I, I only really remember that, they, that I have so many fond memories. Like I, I think about when we were living together. Oh my god, the all greatest. the fun we had, and the I greatest. Think, I think when we, because you and I joined around the same time, I obviously panicked on that first day. You didn't turn up. Yeah, I had to do it by myself. Yeah, but. Dude, I wanted to give you the limelight for that day. I did okay. that. Uh, Ollie, Ollie, and I had to, were going to do this. We're going to go and do it together. And I was like, "Okay, right. Well, I'm turning up to filming. Here we go." You know, Ollie, where are you? And I suddenly, you suddenly got a message from you saying, "Dude, I'm I just saying I'm going to do it." Yeah, I panicked. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? Now I have to go and do this scene. I'm ruining my life as well here." That's what I, I thought. Like, but what was, am I going to do? It was funny because when you and I were both thinking about it. You were obviously a lot more for it than I was. I was very much sort of on the mm. fence, but I remember you were like, no, come on, man, we'll do this. Da, 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 Decision da. making, go for it. Yeah, Boom, but that's what you do. And on the day I freaked out, obviously, and didn't go. Why did you freak out? Um, just because I was so unsure of how it would go. Uh-huh. But then in the end, I think it was, um, you know, I was like, do you know what? At the end of the day, just give it a go. You regret the things you don't do in life more than the things you do do. And if it doesn't Completely. work out, it's all good. People will forget and you can move on and do another thing. Um, and I'm super glad I did it. And I'm especially glad I did it with you. Yeah, it was the greatest. Um, but Some those of the best times of my life. Dude, those early years, me and you, man, <sighs> we were just living life. Oh my God. We didn't have too many responsibilities. No responsibilities. None. The only responsibility I had was like, don't die. Like yeah. that was literally it. Yeah. The, the fridge was always stacked with so much hummus. Love it. I just remember you eating so much hummus God, back there. Dip, man. I still do it. Yeah. It's greatest. Um, but we had fun, didn't we? We, we got lived, to travel. We, we lived to... in this place. We lived in this place um, opposite Stamford Bridge, which is the first place we lived. Yeah. And it was called Moore Park Road. Yeah. And we lived in a uh, a three-story flat mm. with some, God rest his he's probably died by now, some real creepy guy who lived downstairs. Oh, know? yeah. No, he's still going, that guy. <laughs> he's not. Yeah. You've seen him? Yeah. I still see him. Up Dude, and he down was on his way out when we were there. He's still going, man. It's crazy. He lost all his teeth, but he's still going. Oh yeah. Anyway, we were living there and so it was me, you and Francis. And we just had the greatest time ever together. Yeah. The memories that we have. But the coolest thing as well is like, you know, obviously all these memories, they live, you know, they live up here. But the fact with MIC, we can occasionally actually visualize those and see those memories. Mm. And like my fondest, I think, of that whole five years or whatever was when we went to New York. For me, yeah, I you just, love New York. I didn't love New York as much. No, I know. 
you didn't have the I had a different time. experience. I was living with Spencer. It was hectic. It was full on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Spencer yeah. won't mind me saying this. He was in full yeah. alcoholic mode at that yeah, point. Yeah, he was full beast mode. He was. Like, I got little bits. You had all. I had it all the time. Yeah. It was full on. Yeah. And and also it turned me to drinking so much. To to try and yeah. Deal to with to, it. to catch up with him. I was just trying to catch up with him all the time. I was drinking far too much. Yeah. But let's not go into New York then. No, <laughs> but, New but, York was great. I, I don't mind talking about no, it. No, but there were, there were so many like, yeah. Just Why so did you love trips. New York so much? I just love that city, man. And I think we got lucky, Stevie and I, where we were living. We were living in that insane pad on Bowery. That pad, right you, Oh my God. You, can I just say, Ollie, you was living in, in Bowery in the most outrageous, like, loft it apartment. Was it was insane. If you think, like, movie-style loft apartment, it was insane. Mm. It, you had your rooms. It was so cool. I was living in meatpacking. Not as bad as some of the other guys who were living, like, right up by Central Park. Dude, but- I didn't even live in a room. I lived in a camp bed for three months <laughs> with Spencer drinking tequila all the time. Yeah. It was so full-on. Yeah, you, yeah. He didn't change his sheets once. Wow. In two months. What's your, out of interest, what's your fun, I mean, there's so many, I mean, you were on it for, how many years did you do MIC? 10 years? Eight, nine, 10. Long time. Yeah, I really, I'm persistent boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. persistent. You didn't, didn't want to leave that bad boy. Nah, hold on to it. What would you, I mean, there's so many memories there, but if, if they're for one, one memory for you that would stand out, what would it be? One memory? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, wow. I, 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 um, living in Moore Park Road. Yeah, that was With fat. you was just, I think, some of the funnest times of my entire life. That yeah, was fat. It was just insane. Yeah. Like, if, okay, I, and I don't know if, for me, it was like, it was for me, it was like all of my dreams had come true for so long in my entire life. I just, I had wanted to be famous. I thought being fame would be so cool. I mean, everyone would love you and it would like cure all of the insecurities that you had because all I wanted, all these different things, that that's what was going to happen. And, you know, that that time mm. it made everything go away. I was like, Oh my God, this is the coolest thing in the world. We, well, we thought we were somewhat famous, which I don't know, in some sort of way, I suppose you, you could say it was fame. Um, we were earning good money. Uh, we were young. We had no responsibilities. We could pay our rent. We could party whenever we went out, we got given free alcohol and, and we could date anyone. It was just insane. Mm. It was just so, and, and and we were such good friends and we had each other's backs yeah. and we were traveling the world and we were doing this show together. Um, but then I think the problem with it is that then it started to go dark as all these things do. It started to go dark, became a job and it became serious. And we suddenly weren't 23. We were 28. Yeah. It starts losing the romance, right? Yeah, totally. Those, those beginning, beginning years were just like, there was so much romance to it. And I think as well, because we were all, like you say, we were so young and we were just in the unknown. We didn't know what the next day was going to bring. Yeah, no idea. And, and, and everyone was being very honest and authentic. And I think as time went on, there was more expectations from the show. The show had to get more out of it. People were maybe exaggerating certain things. Oh and, my God, and, totally were exaggerating everything. Yeah. And you never really did that. No, I always- So funny I you always, never did I did that. Yeah. For me, it was a business, always. But for me, I think- and I think the one thing about that show is like, if you want to get the most out of it, uh, you've got to be at the forefront of the show, right? 100%. So you, and in order to be at the forefront, you have to either be in a relationship or causing drama or doing something or something. Totally. Whereas for me, I was like, I'm not going to not be myself so that I could be at the forefront of the show. I was like, the one thing I said this to myself from day one, I will be consistent to who I am. And that 
I have to live by. So if that means that I'm not going to be at the forefront, that's all good with me. That that was number one for me. Um, what did your What did your parents say when you started doing it? My mum was like, couldn't wait. <laughs> my really? mum, she's hilarious. My mum, she um, she's got the bug as well. She she likes that. You know, she the, likes the, um, you know, her whole background from being a designer, photographer. She's always been in front of the camera as a model. Like she like she loves that. You know, that's her thing, right? And I think I just set up Serge at that point. Mm. So she was excited about that. And then when I told her about the show, she was excited. She was thinking, oh my God, you know, my son is kind of going in my footsteps. So she was pumped. Yeah. Um, my dad, on the other hand, at the beginning was like, nah, this is not a good idea. Was he? But then I think as time went on and people started telling him, whether it be friends or his friend's kids, oh, you know, he's coming off so well or, you know, he's, you know, this is good, you know, through the proud lot name or whatever, you know, all this sort yeah. of stuff. I think then he started to appreciate it. I think he was worried as I was, I think of how I would be perceived or how I'd be edited, all these things. Right. Mm. Um, whereas by the end he was kind of loving it. I think it's interesting, right? Because we look back at like childhood with all these different things. And if I look back at my childhood, mm. yeah. Uh, and I, I, I worked out the other day cause I, I we all know that I'm ADHD, right? Blah, 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 all that, mm. right? But actually what happens with ADHD as well, which I didn't realize, is you have a real fear of abandonment, rejection. It's one of the things of it. But also that's a cause of divorce, right? Like mm. people leave your at a certain age and they all go- well, I had the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I know. But but with you Oz, you had divorce, um, boarding school, all those different things. But I don't think you have a fear of rejection or abandonment. What does yours manifest with? I think the thing for me, and it's, it's amazing and you, and you will go through this hopefully when you have a kid. So like since having Bonnie, I've suddenly started looking back so much in my childhood and those early years and really picking it apart. And, and the one thing for me, like I obviously divorce is just not an option, not an option. Family is everything. Yeah. And I, I want to grow old with Emma. I want to have kids, grandkids, and I just want to have this cozy, safe unit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that I'm, I'm, I love my parents to bits and I had an amazing upbringing, but like you say, I didn't have that stability. You know, they got divorced when I was super young. I lived with my mom, so I didn't have my, a father figure around. Where was your dad? Just in London? He was in London. Yeah. He had a, he had a so, cool, cool restaurant called a, Foxtrot yeah. Oscar. My mum still, that was the, the, the place to be. Mm, it, was it was like spot. the spot. But it's funny because, you know, I, I idolized my dad yet. I you know, I only saw him like once at once every month, but I think it was a thing when you're growing up and you're a teenager, having that space and gap made, made me want to like see him more and like tell him everything. Whereas, you know, I was living with my mom and I used to get frustrated with my mom. And I look back on those times and I'm like, for me now, like I want to be so hands-on as well with Bon. You know, I want to be there as much as I can and do as much as I can. You know, our parents were a different generation. It was mm -hmm. just different then, right? And, you know, I don't think my dad changed a nappy once in his life. Do you, you know, know what I mean? No, that's what my mom said. Like, <laughs> I don't think he did at all. So it's funny how when you have a kid... You just really start, I know you've thought a lot about, you know, your youth and your early years and yeah. all that sort of stuff and why you've got to where you are now. And I think all these like monumental points in our life, whether it's getting married or having a kid, 
these are these moments when you can really like reflect on the past and learn from the mistakes and take the great bits because there were loads of good bits, right? Yeah. But also learn from the bits that you like that weren't good. God. Having a kid and looking after people mm. and hectic and you forget you have, you have their own lives. I remember, I remember I got to a certain age about with my mum and I, I went to, it was easier because <clears> I was at boarding school from eight and I was boarding from eight years old. Mm. And I remember that we used to have chapel on Sundays and every single time we had this, I would be on this like top bit and below underneath us, which you couldn't see because you're in chapel, was where the parents sat. Mm. And then the sort of chapel was at the front. And I could, and I would listen out when I was eight, nine years old, I could hear my mum sneeze and the jingle of her bracelets. And she was there every single Sunday without fail. Epic. Every single Sunday she was there. And now I realise she was going through divorce. She was going through moving house. She was going through all these different things. Never saw her cry. Never saw her upset. Nothing at all. She was just dealing with all this, but you just but don't think, still there. you don't think about it because you just go, well, that's your mum, right? And so all these things that they Dude, go the through. Sa- the sacrifices that our parents have made as well. And I think that's something that you recognize when suddenly you have a kid. Yeah. You make so many sacrifices. The sacrifices are insane, but I think that's an amazing you know, your mum being there every Sunday, no matter what. Yeah, insane. But, you know, you have a very strong bond with your mum and she, you know, she's amazing, right? Yeah. But I remember thinking my dad, you know, when you're a kid and you're playing sport every week, I want my dad to watch me play, right? And he only made one game. So every week I'd be playing football, cricket, and he would never be there. Which game did he make? I got a hat trick though on that game, which was pretty epic. There we go. Made up for it. But I think those things, those small moments, you know, whether it's being at chapel every Sunday, being at like plays and all those different things, like it's so important to be there to support your kid. Because those things not being there, you talk about abandonment, those sort of things catch you up later. Do you think so? So you think that it caught you up a little bit? Yeah, probably. But I think the way I deal with things, I I hold it in, you know, I, I like, I just get on with it. Like I, I mean, I say I get on with it. It's obviously there somewhere, but I just get on. Uh, Beastie, we're going to have to stop there for part one. Okay, sweet. Um, but we come back for part two. Beautiful. Can't wait. I'm freaking loving this. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm having the greatest time ever. <laughs> Are you not having a good time? Yeah, bro. Always. Straight. All right, okay. Uh, listen, everybody, we're going to see you back in part two in just a second. Just go and click over to part two and listen to the rest of the episode. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.